Hey friends, it's me, Diana, on the Diana Piquet Show. I am really getting into a nice little rhythm. The youngest of our family, Lincoln, has gone, started preschool, and she's there from 9 to 2, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So that's leaving me with some time to podcast when it's actually quiet and there's no kids here, and... It's just nice. I'm starting to get this actual rhythm down. It's been three or four weeks. The kids are back in school and I've got like my workout times figured out and my mom stuff and my errands. And so, you know, not to say that, you know, stuff doesn't like continually fall, fly at me. Nothing's perfect, but I am happy to be on the mic recording something for you today. And one of the things that um, has been a theme over the last mm, five years since I got rid of my last salon was having a purpose. I have to say, so I think if you know me, you know this about me. I own salons since I was about 26 years old. I had two in Georgia and I had two in Huntington Beach. And through those salons, because they were bigger salons, I always had all of these opportunities coming at me. Whether it was somebody coming in and saying, hey, we want to put this makeup line in your salon or a color company coming in and saying, hey, we want to sponsor your salon to be a Goldwell, uh, Goldwell did it, Ann Schwarzkopf salon, uh, you know, we'll bring in the color, you let us do educational events here. There was just always something going on. And there was not only just something going on at the time, the work days were busy. I had a clientele. I also had staffs so I was trying to keep inspired. But there was also lots of always stuff coming up. It was just a lot, like whether it was travel for work or um, in-house education or, you know, out of the blue, the Hyatt, which is a beautiful location right down here on the water, approached us and said, hey, uh, what would you think of taking over the salon? And they basically gave us a location um, for us to take over and run. So there was always cool opportunities. There, It was like a really incredible career. It was a lot of fun. And then I got divorced, which was a good thing to do. It was necessary and needed for, for everyone involved. And I went through supporting my children through that. Um, and, you know, trying to be the best version of a parent I could trying to be a co-parent. But then also because we were divorcing, we had to split up uh, salons that were in Georgia, salons that were in California, and kind of figure that all out financially. And what ended up being the best move for me was to keep my house and sell my salons and then give one salon to my ex-husband. And so that was the, the best way that I could equalize and keep my children's home that they'd been in. And I then met my now husband, Thomas, who, you know, had a daughter to raise as well. Um, Mia had just come into the picture who was our daughter that was adopted. So now I went from having two kids to four kids and then I became pregnant unexpectedly. So with what felt like a snap of the fingers, I went from having two children to having five children, which I know sounds like, what in the fuck is this lady talking about? But this is what really happened. And, um, it was wonderful and beautiful and hectic and incredible and all that kind of stuff. But when the dust all settled and we got the kids settled in school and settled in their lives and gone through therapy and, 
you know, a few years had passed by. We, we got married. Um, you know, we set up household together all the while Thomas, my husband was working and, you know, paying the bills. And I, I did a little bit of hair in the house, but nothing to the extent that I had been doing. I mean, I had been on airplanes every other month, flying back and forth to the salons. I had a full-time nanny and housekeeper. I had this big, huge, fat, throbbing career. (laughs) And then I went from that to being a housewife. And I did, I did get my real estate license and I tried that for a while and I really, really liked it actually. Um, Before Lincoln was conceived, um, I had gotten my real estate license and I was doing that on the weekends and, you know, I was working on a team and I loved that because I had run teams myself in an, in a, profession that I was an expert at. And I very much respected the fact that I was not an expert in real estate. So I love the fact that I was working for the best in the area. And it was a blast. But then when the fifth kid came along, and it was the weekend and I was working and the baby and the husband and all the other kids were home on the weekends, it just didn't fly. So I realized that real estate probably wasn't going to be for me right now. And that was probably two or three years ago. I stopped doing real estate altogether and just referring referring it out to my friends. So since then, I have dealt a lot with sort of this like imposter syndrome. I would call it like a semi-depression sometimes. Uh, shame, feeling bad about myself for not putting in any income into the, you know, putting anything into the pot financially. And when I talk to my husband about it, who works sometimes eight hours, sometimes 12 hour days, he really works hard for his clients. Um, and he makes great money, but he really does work for it. Um, when I talk to him about it, he's like, you are working. And legitimately I am. And if I looked at another woman who was doing what I was doing with five children and running a household and getting dinner on the table and making sure people do their chores and making sure, everyone's getting their stuff on time and all that, I would be like, hell yeah, she's working. She's working her ass off. She's working 24 seven. But because I have been uh, a primary breadwinner through my whole adult life, it feels weird to me and I feel purposeless. And I feel like, although yes, I am a good mom and I'm doing a good job with these kids, I'm not judging any other women who don't work. Please don't think that. And I never did. But just for me, I'm always fighting this thing in my mind where I feel like it's not enough. I I could be doing something. I could be contributing. And I think that that's why, like, I started blogging. Um, I did, like, little YouTube videos for a while. Now I model for uh, my friend's clothing shop. I'll try, you know, it's definitely not anything professional by any means, but I do enjoy the modeling because it gives me images to use with the things that I write. I love to write. I love to share online on my Instagram. And it's given me a purpose. This podcast has given me a purpose. Um, I met with a girlfriend last week and like we started talking about our creative. She's been a friend of mine for like the last 20 years. And we're both very creative. And it's very hard to be a creative and have a lot of energy and have a lot of ideas, but to also be a housewife. It's hard. Um, And so I guess if I'm sitting on my couch 
diagnosing myself, I would say that like I have all this extra creative energy and I make myself feel bad and I'm constantly having to talk myself down and saying, no, you can spend some money on yourself because you deserve to spend, you know, you deserve to get some new clothes or new shoes or something that you like for yourself, even though you haven't been working in the last five years even though you haven't been contributing financially to the family in the last five years. I'm always having to have that talk with myself. So I wanted to say that if you have gone through this or you continually go through this, you are not alone. Um, I would consider myself a bright, witty, balanced person who has a really good handle on my brain and what I go through and I still go through it. Um, I just sometimes feel bummed that this is it, you know, that I'm not contributing more. And sometimes it's about the money, but sometimes it's just about like my creativity or like all the things that I want to put out there and do that I am not putting out there and doing right now. And I miss, I miss the hustle and bustle. And I miss the, I miss coming home at night and being like, oh my gosh, you're never going to imagine I got an email from the Hyatt and they want us to take over the salon, which honestly is the calm. I mean, the Hyatt isn't going to call someone who isn't been like killing it in the local area. I had a great reputation. And so it's a compliment to the work that I had done for many, many years. Um, so I miss that. My my ego definitely misses that. I started thinking about the fact that I was making myself feel bad about the fact that I was feeling bad. Like I'm feeling bad and guilty because I have this great life, but I miss my career and my ego misses it. And then I would make myself feel bad. Oh, you're just an egomaniac. You just, you know, like you don't, you don't have to feel like this, but it would just turn into this whole thing that I didn't want to have anything to do with. So I have to break it down. And I wonder, you know, for uh, while I'm thinking of it, if you want to find me, I'm at ms.dianapaquet, P-A-Q-U-E-T on Instagram. I'd love to hear if any of you guys go through this. Um, I don't know, like I'm not that excited about staying home. It's hard for me. And so I have to normalize it. Like it's okay that that's how I feel. You know, I can't sit around and feel bad about the fact that I'm feeling bad. I just have to say like, okay, you used to have a big career. It's okay that you miss it. Um, that doesn't mean that you can't have a big career again, if that's what you want to do. Uh, I think another thing that really helps is to actually pursue creative outlets. So it's so easy to plop on the couch and watch Netflix because it's right there. It kind of numbs you out, takes your mind off of your frustrations or whatever, and entertains you. But if you're a creative, you need to find your creative outlets. So does that mean you got to go down and find some canvases and start playing around with painting again? Are you a photographer? Are you a writer? Are you a podcaster? Whatever it is, you can still do that at home in between the cracks of your life and figure out a way to still have a creative outlet in between the very important job of raising your family and taking care of your family and being there to support your family. Because please, I remember being at work full time and having my daughter calling me and going, mom, when are you going to be home? And I'm like, well, I still have two more heads of hair to highlight. It's going to be a while, you know? So there is a beauty in being home for your family. It is, it is a pretty big job and it's a pretty important job. And then I think the other thing that you can do to help yourself if you're in kind of a slump or you're feeling sort of depressed about this is to 
uh, connect up, link up with other people who are creatives. And getting together with other, it's for me, it's mostly women, but meeting up with other women who also share the same feelings and are like, oh, I need, I need a creative outlet. And so I have a friend who like is a seamstress and she sews. I have another friend who's a photographer. I've got another friend who's a makeup artist. And um, I have another friend who just has raging good style and loves to put clothing together for people. And, you know, I know for me, like I've got all these different things I love to do. If I had, if I had nothing, if I, if I, could figure out a way to do this. I think one of the things I would really love to do is go into people's homes and help them organize it. But it, ugh, with five kids, it's just like, I don't even, I, I have a hard time doing my own home. But I, 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 there are things that I legitimately love and that's okay. It's okay to be creative. It's okay to sometimes feel frustrated with your life. And I think it's also uh, really, really healthy to realize that this stage is not gonna last forever. Your kids grow up. Things change and more. If your kids need you less, sometimes they'll go through seasons of needing you more. But always there's that kid inside of you that needs to be nurtured as well. And what you love and desire and dream about is important too. And so I think it's important to take some time and think about how important it is to have a purpose, whatever that is. Even if it's just journaling every day for yourself, if it's putting together a great scrapbook, I know my mom does calendars every single year for the whole family and compiles all these pictures and it takes up a bunch of her time. Having some sort of a purpose that you can get up for and get excited about is really, really important to propelling yourself forward. And that's my message. Okay. Hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to my show. Did you know that word of mouth is the best way for a podcast to spread? I would love for you to tell someone if there was any part of this conversation that resonated with you. And don't forget, if you ever want to reach out, I'm on Instagram at ms.dianapiquet. Bye, friend.